Hi, this is Tony Lloyd. Interviewing people for many years has made me realise that everyone has a life story to tell. Be they sad, amazing or even inspirational, I want to bring as many human stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. Human Stories with Tony Lloyd. Ginny, thank you for talking to me on Human Stories. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Tony. Okay, that's great. Now, you're. Uh, would you describe yourself as a, a professional organiser? Yes, um, I think so. I organise people's homes, their lives, their businesses, um, and I've always been a very organised person myself. My background is running events, and you have to be organised to do that well. Mm. So, uh, yeah, organising is my passion. Okay, uh, so what sort of clients have you got? What sort of uh, people do you help organise? I'll work with with anybody really, but the majority of them tend to be busy families where both parents are working full time. They've got kids to manage as well. And, you know, life tends to, to get away from, from them a bit. So it mm. will be, you know, their houses have kind of become overrun with stuff. You know, their wardrobes are bursting at the seams. Their kitchen covers can't fit anything else in them. You know, they can't get into the spare room anymore because it's full of things that have just kind of been shoved in there. And it becomes very stressful to people. So I will go into their houses and categorize, help them declutter, help them organize, help them store things better. Um, and then I help them organize their lives as well. So I will do everything from picking up their, you know, their shoes from the cobblers, um, picking up prescriptions, looking after their pets while they're out at work, um, organizing their holidays, organizing events, you know, pretty much anything that you would ask a personal assistant or a hotel concierge to do. That's something that I'll do for them. That those um, problems that you're addressing sound very common to me. So you must be inundated, I should imagine, with people who need help sorting themselves out, especially uh, tidying wardrobes and things like that. I think especially, you know, with the last few months in lockdown, a lot of people have spent a lot of time in their homes Hmm. and some of them have realised that actually it's not as pleasant an environment to be in as it could be. So, yeah, they're looking for somebody to, to kind of help them make those decisions and you know I don't tell people what to get rid of I don't say you know you've got too much stuff you have to get rid of 50% of it and live like a minimalist monk but I'm there to say actually is this thing that you own making you happy is it serving what you need from it and if it's not maybe it's time to let go of it and either give it to somebody else where it will make them happy or you know it's it's time to recycle reuse you know get rid and, and actually free up your space in your home Because for most people, that will mean that it frees up space in their brain. Because the inventory that you have in your house is inventory that you have to manage and it's extra things that you have to think about. And for most people, we have enough to think about and juggle already. So you don't need that stress in your home as well. So you're not just tidying up, you're actually sorting out people's uh, stress and and their brains and how they think about their lives at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And one of the other services that I offer is concierge services as well, where I will come in and essentially do your to-do list for you. So, you know, I'll I'll do your shopping, I'll pick up your errands, I'll do your returns that you need to do. And it's all about kind of taking away those little points of stress that people have and making their lives happier and making their lives easier. Um, And, you know, when I get feedback from clients and they tell me that, you know, seeing me brings a smile to their face, it makes me really happy. Because I feel like I'm I'm doing a good job, and I feel like I'm making life better for people. 
Yeah, I can understand. And has the the COVID uh, epidemic uh, affected you in the way I can imagine? You know, um, face to face work, for example, has that been a problem for you during that per- that period or this period? Well, I actually started my business in the middle of of lockdown, so I was made redundant from my job um, because of the pandemic, and kind of, you know, looking around for what to do next, decided that it was time to to take a right turn and do something new. So I I haven't experienced a non COVID life in this work, um, but it does make you know working in clients' homes a little bit tricky. But we follow all the guidelines, you know, we social distance as much as we can, mm. wear masks, open windows. The, I use a lot of hand sanitizer during the day. Um, I haven't had any issues with it so far, um, and hopefully I won't do. But yes, it, it does make make life interesting. Mm. And I also work virtually as well, so. For clients where they're not happy to have somebody come into their home and and some people you know inviting a stranger in to to look at their belongings can be quite stressful yeah. um i can sit at the other end of a zoom call and kind of talk them through it and you know provide emotional support and provide help and advice while they do their own work yeah um so there's there's ways of working around it do people worry that you're going to turn up with uh, a roll of black plastic bags and because <laughs> they're empty their house <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I think they do. And you know, when I'm doing my kind of initial phone calls with people and we're talking about this, I try and gauge how ruthless they want me to be because some people they want somebody to come in and go, oh. "Have you used it in the last 6 months? Do you really need it?" No, okay, it's time to get rid of it. <laughs> um and other people, you know, that approach would be terrifying and incredibly off-putting. So, you know, one of the things I'm really trying to do when I talk to my clients is work out how how nice I need to be, how ruthless I need to be, and get that balance right. Do you sort so of score them? I'm not them. scaring people. <laughs> do, you, do you score them out of ten? You know, ruthlessness. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually not a bad idea. Maybe I should devise some kind of sliding scale for yeah. my paperwork. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, what would you say to people who are listening to this and they're thinking? Uh, you sound like a gift from heaven, really, because <laughs> I don't know anybody. You know, myself included. I'm a very tidy person. I'm an I'm an engineer and a broadcaster, and I I have to have everything in its right place because I need to find things very quickly and easily, and I can't stand clutter, and so on. I mean, this this studio is is crazy like that, and everything's in its right place. Um, but um, I I can imagine that um, you know, there's so many people who are thinking, wow, that's that's just amazing. Why didn't I think about getting a Jennifer on board before, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, you can do it yourself. It, it's certainly possible, but it, it takes quite a lot of emotion mm. to be able to declutter your your things, you know, the things that you might love. And I think having a dispassionate person next to you while you're doing it really helps because mm. you can look at your, your stuff um, a bit more dispassionately then as well. But um, I'm a big fan of the five-minute tidy. So I will spend five minutes during the day whizzing around the flat where I live and tidying everything away. But I live with a pack rat. You know, um, my flatmate definitely has some some chaotic disorganisation tendencies and she's a bit of a hoarder. <laughs> and I am much more of a kind of minimalist. I only need one of something and, you know, it needs to be in a cupboard. So it's an interesting kind of 
relationship that we have, <laughs> but it gives me a lot of understanding of people who find it more difficult to, to let go of things. Sure, you can practice with her, I suppose, you know. <laughs> she was my first client when I first started out. Actually. Oh, wow, yes. that's brilliant. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Would... I paid, she paid me in pizza, though, rather than actual <laughs> cash. But... <laughs> oh, well, what topping? No, no, it's okay. Um, <laughs> what would you say to somebody, you know, um, what advice would you give somebody listening to this about who who think, yeah, that's me, I'm a bit of a hoarder, I've got all, you know, all this stuff and I'm disorganised and I'm stressed about it. What, apart from give you a call, um, obviously, what what advice would you give um, somebody like that who's who's thinking that at the moment? The way forward, you know, what advice generally would you give to somebody to improve their lives? Well, definitely, my my first advice would be to to phone me hmm. um, or have a look at my website. But I think, you know, in general, don't look at a job as one big giant thing that you have to solve look at it as lots of little areas. Mm. So, you know, if, for example, you want to tackle your spare bedroom, um, pick a corner, do that corner, and then walk away for a while because decluttering can, it can take a long time. It's quite physically hard work, but it can also be quite mentally draining because you're making hundreds, sometimes thousands of tiny decisions about what you're going to keep and where you're going to put it, you know, what you're going to get rid of. So I think it's, it's approach the jobs in a kind of bite-sized chunks. Don't try and, you know, look at the whole room in one go because you will get demoralized because it seems like too big a job. So, you know, it might be if you're doing a kitchen, pick one drawer and do one drawer a day and you will gradually get through it. Um, but it might take a little bit longer, oh. but you won't get demoralized and kind of get put off by the scale of the job. Whereas if you think I've got to tidy every kitchen cupboard and every drawer, that can be really scary. Yes, I can imagine. Yeah, I'm I, I'm a blitz person. So I go, right. <laughs> Today. So am I. And, you know, I, I decluttered 50% of my books the other day, which is really hard for me because I have a lot of books and I don't like getting rid of them. Mm. But I started off thinking I'm going to get rid of 10 books and I just kind of, it snowballed from there. And sometimes that happens and then I think you should go with it. Yeah. But for a lot of people, you know, 10 books a week for a couple of months will be a much more manageable task and won't seem quite so frightening mm. as getting rid of 50% of them all in one go. What sort of feedback do you get from your clients uh, you know, after you've uh, sorted them out, so to speak? Um, it's always really nice feedback um, from people, and I do really enjoy getting it. Most of them, they talk about how much calmer and clearer their minds feel, because once your space is calm and clear and under control, generally that affects your mood so much. Mm. So, you know, I have one client who says, you know, she smiles every time I leave the house, which at first I was like, that's not very, very nice thing to say. <laughs> but actually it's because she walks back into a house that feels comfortable and she feels comfortable in the space and she doesn't feel like her belongings are overwhelming her. Mm. Um, and I, I go back kind of every month with her um, to blitz through her house again and just, you know, if the paperwork piles are taking over or, or whatever was going on mm. um, and, you know, do her returns and do her, put her shopping back neatly and all of that kind of thing. Mm. So it helps her keep on top of it. So, you know, even though she's got a career, she's managing her husband, she's got two very small children, her house never looks like it's been hit by a whirlwind. It always feels under control. Oh, that's good. Do you get panic calls? You know, Jennifer, Jennifer, quick, I need you. Everything's falling apart and I can't find my XYZ and blah, blah, blah. 
occasionally and you know sometimes I get calls from clients after we've finished a job as well where they say I cannot remember where we decided to put x can you remember where it was um and thankfully I have a good memory so usually I'm, I'm you know it's in the the top right cupboards on the second shelf you know and I can remember Brilliant. but yeah I get the I get the occasional call from people saying you know we I really can't cope with this anymore I need somebody to come in and help me mm. so I'll always be there as fast as I can <laughs> Obviously, uh, those sort of clients have to be reasonably local to you so you can get to them and so on. Um, but uh, you mentioned that you can do it virtually as well online. Um, so how do you work that out with people, presumably from all over the world, uh, on Zoom or whatever? How, how do you uh, manage people's lives over the internet? Um, well, there are some great tools these days, particularly for the, the concierge services that I offer. So running the errands and doing that kind of thing. If I can do it virtually from home, then I will do. Hmm. So they will give me a to-do list of, of things that they've got that they need help with. Um, and I'll get on with that from home. Hmm. If I if it's something where I physically need to be there, then I'll usually subcontract it to another organizer somewhere Um, and there's a there's a a network of us there's a surprising number of of people doing this so you know i will phone up and say i've got this job that i need to do can you go and do it for me and then you know i'll subcontract that out to them but you'd be surprised how much you can do from home Mm. particularly if it's things like event planning or if it's things like you know organizing somebody's holiday um you know i organized a cocktail party in nairobi once from an office in london so i'm pretty much of the opinion that you can do most things if you work out how to do it that's amazing jennifer how do people contact you and find out more uh, so the best way is to visit my website, which is www.anhourearned.co.uk. Okay, fantastic. Thank you very much for talking to me on Human Stories. It's been really interesting. And um, I'm not sure whether I need your services at the moment, but I, I may well do. So I'll keep your, your number and your, and your website in mind. Thank you for talking to me on Human Stories. You're welcome. Thank you very much for inviting me. Human Stories is a free podcast with no fees paid to contributors in the hope that they'll inspire or help others. Get in touch if you have a story to tell. If you or your organisation would like a professional podcast series to reach your own audience, or if you'd like training so you can do it yourself, I can help. Go to TonyLloydRadio.com. Human Stories with Tony Lloyd.